Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, along with Chris and, and Ashley. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm alive. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, right? It has yeah. been, yeah. I know. We've had with all the uh, holidays. Stuff and, yeah, the holiday stuff. And so it's been something. So we are coming off our winter classic extravaganza. That was fun. That was fun slash so rainy. I couldn't be there. I know. It was a rainy, fun day that... It was a long day. Did you crash when you got oh, home? Oh, yeah. Man. You know, hey, the best part is that I took the wrong way home. What? So, like, getting out of there, I was waited a long time. We cleaned up and everything. Right. And then, um, for some reason, I decided to follow my friend Mike. And mistake one. So, wait, mistake Seemed one. Like a good idea. Yeah, so late. I was just like, I'll follow you, cool. And then, all of a sudden, I was on 70. Oh going towards Florissant. Going towards Florissant. And I was yeah. like, oh, crap. So, basically, it was that night where it was super foggy still. Yeah. So, I was just like, you know what? I'm not really sure how to get through parts of downtown, and I'm not going to try to screw with my phone in this weather. Sure. So I basically took 70 down to 270 oh. to 40. You drove all the way around St. Louis. <laughs> Pretty much. What time did you leave? Uh, probably like 45 minutes, an hour after you did. Okay. Because we were just kind of waiting for everybody to clear out, and Let we got down to the point. Down and yeah. Stuff. We had well, a lot of stuff to pack bad, up. Really? Like, oh, no. I got right out of the lot, and yeah. then I just had to make that lap around Broadway Oyster Bar, get back on 40 and go. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, I was great. We got there early, set up, had fun. The game was awesome. Mm-hmm. Came back to the tailgate, had a hot dog, chilled out for a minute, left. Got home. And I bet you I was in bed asleep by, like, 7.30. Really? Yeah, oh, I crashed like, it. It's amazing how just sitting on your ass in the rain. Can take so much mm-hmm. out of you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was, a, like I said, Memorable day. Very fun day. It was a good time. Uh, So we got some initial plans, hopefully, in the Blues make the playoffs. Yeah, I I would love to to do stuff like that again. Um, Yeah. I will say this in closing on the Winter Classic. This has luckily been the third one I've been able to go to. Two in a baseball stadium, one in a football stadium. They are hands down better baseball stadiums. Yeah, like I said, there was a – I was in two different places for the alumni game and the the, uh, regular game. And – Still, sight lines really good. The sight lines were great. Um, so, I was lucky for the classic, um, and I'm assuming it's because where I sat for the classic, the scoreboards were directly behind us. Mm-hmm. We had a huge HD screen about 15 yards away from us in the outfield, so we could watch the live feed of the of the scoreboard and then look up over it and see the rink. Yeah, because like you're so as you probably know for the alumni game, you're yep. looking forward, but you probably spent a lot of time making all your left and looking yeah, at looking the about biggest. Yeah, forty five degrees. Up yeah, to the just to look up. So I noticed that like when in a replay, you look at the screen, you look at the yeah. actual thing, and you look back up. How much did it bother you when you'd be watching the play and then cut away to a replay? And I'm like, I don't care about the replay. Oh yeah, yeah, because everybody'd be pissed. You got a lot of people around, it's like, oh, and then you turn and everybody looks at what looks straight, and then it turns back. So how many uh, boozy hot chocolates did you drink? Ooh, zero. Four. <laughs> I actually, uh, believe it or not, you're going to call me crazy. Had a beer. Did you? Yeah. Party boy. I know. I, uh, I said, you know, I, this is all going to happen once, so might as I well. I would not have a soda because it's been a month since I've had a soda. I could not justify spending $10 for a bottle of water mm. or $12 for coffee. Oh, my. But 15 for a like little travel cup. Yeah, I got that, yeah. Um, a, a, a souvenir cup with mm-hmm. Baileys and hot chocolate. Sure, I'll do that. Yeah. I love that Four stuff. times. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So it was a good time. So we're going to go over that game, um, give you all the Blues news since then. we got a good chunk of that. we got questions from you guys on Twitter this week, and then we'll wrap things up. So let's just jump into uh, everything. So how are you doing, Ashley? I forgot to say that. So we haven't seen her from you. You know me, balls to the wall all the time. Yeah, Forever so, partying. I know. So fighting people on Twitter. I know. So <laughs> we've been. Uh, yeah. So everything's good. So everybody's back together. Super excited. We got all three of us here again. So little stuff kind of happened so far. So number one, the Blues did lose a player. Why we since we last they did not a surprise. Well, I guess sort of a surprise. Surprise they put on waivers already. So yeah. um, 
Ty Ratty put on waivers. Eventually, the Blues, I think, finally decided to try to get him some time because he wasn't going to get any time here. No. And then they promptly lost him to the Carolina Hurricanes, who they in turn played the next day. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah. And he went out on the top line. It looked okay. This, he, he looked like Ty Ratty. He looked like Ty Ratty. He played good with them. Yeah. He was on the know? top line. He, when he's around scores and stuff, I mean, I think that's what his game is. So, yeah. of, course he, and of course, he had a little extra pep in his step to show everybody that he was. Of course. I saw a lot of people very pissed that we lost him for a couple of reasons. One reason was, you know, obviously an asset you had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, like, and obviously you had did not, they think Hitch or whoever did not properly foster him or whatever you want to say. I think that's BS, but. I think it's like, if you're going to shine through, like, guess what? Guess who put in the fourth line for a season and the playoffs one time? Vladimir Tarasenko. But a coach right. isn't the yeah. reason why you shine through and play your best. You should go out there skill. and do it on your own. Um, yeah. So. The only thing that bummed me out was I really thought that we could use him as a pretty good trade piece. Yeah, my thing was uh, like that too, but it's part of me is like you don't know if anybody even really. Obviously, somebody wanted him. Carolina wanted him. Sure. So wonder how many teams actually put a claim in on him, which I never saw. Sometimes that comes out like, oh, five teams put a claim on him, and then it went to whoever had the lowest. Right. But obviously, none of the teams that were awful and that were going to be kind of major players. Like, um, let me see, the, like the Coyotes and the Avalanche. Obviously, they had a first crack at him. They didn't want him. Right. So Carolina is actually semi in the playoff hunt in the East of a wild card spots. So they're sure. not awful, but they're not great either. So yeah, that's so- the only thing that bummed me out. Like I, I saw it coming. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen the writing on the wall, and I'm a tie ratty guy. I've been waiting for him to break through, mm-hmm. and it just seemed like it wasn't going to happen yeah. on the NHL level, at least not here in St. Louis. Yeah, because he, like I said, I've spent numerous times. Like he just reminded me of a TJ Hensick, yep. a smaller guy who could score a ton in the minors and juniors and whatever, but just. Whatever reason, just can't get yeah. it. To, and it happens, you know. To some people, you just that next step, you can take the step so far, and just your skill gets you to a point of. It reminds me of somebody wherever. that plays on like the rookie level level of a video game and completely demolishes everybody else, and then once you move up to pro, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm losing eight to nothing." Yeah, yeah, like they just, yeah. There's that not mid- correct. Mid- yeah, so that so. Uh, like yeah, so he's on. So not a big deal. <laughs> so Blues didn't have to like. Haven't sent anybody down because they wound up uh, activating Robert Bortuzzo for that spot or calling anybody up, should I yep. say. So Bortuzzo comes back from his injury. He's played a couple games since then and has looked mm, okay. He's looked Robert Bortuzzo-ish. Yes, he has. He's done his job, but basically nothing against the guy. Just like he's done his job. So a uh, couple interesting things. Uh, all-star uh, rosters came out. The Blues have a whopping one all-star, which is probably is warranted. Third year in a row? Yes. Yep, third year. Well, second, no, because two years ago they had Elliot, and or Elliot came from like his vac- his like vacation. That's right. That's right. So. Because who got hurt? Was it Renee? Renee got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then they wound up having Elliot, like he was on vacation in Jamaica, and, and he just bolted back here. I remember that. So uh, he's our lone all star. The only controversy, I guess, out of the central mm-hmm. is there was not one, not two, but. Four total Blackhawks on it. The number one team in the Central, I'll say that much, but the one that bugs people and got in by name is Jonathan Taves. Yeah, I agree. He, I, I think that this year he's on there by reputation. Only. Yeah, and yeah. like uh, Panarin is, uh, A, probably a lot better suited for this three-on-three format. Yep. Um, but Taves just not, he's he was hurt this year, so that's part of the reason, but just not having a good year or an average year, I should say he's that. He's not having a Jonathan Taves year. Yeah, Correct. This isn't his kinda his So Kane, so. Taves, Keith, and Crawford are on. Sure. And Crawford was hurt a little bit too, so that's got that was a minor shock, but there's not really any super guys that stood out. Like obviously Jake Allen wasn't gonna get on. Um is, Dubnik uh, was the other goalie, so which is, is warranted. Line a playing again? He is diagnosed concussion after that massive thought. hit. So they're going to have to. They'll do something, something with. Out, right? I'm sure they'll probably give them uh, Nicholas Ellers. Eilers. I'm sure we'll probably fill in because yeah. I think he's like fourth in the league in assist right now. So right. I'm sure he'll he'll fill in for him. So there's a lot of. Uh, so the All Star lineup, not bad. It's fine. I jerseys are good. Central jerseys. Yeah, it's a purple and black. It's the purple oh, and silver from, from the I early 2000s. They're all different eras of the LA Kings. So, like, there's a yellow one from back when they looked like the Lakers. Yeah. There's a, sol- there's a black one, there's a white one, and then there's a purple one from the early 2000s when they went to that I purple. I loved the purple one. I have a purple one. Bur- was it Burger King one? Uh, Is that the Burger King one? No, but I did see 
Uh, NHL.com is selling, and I think I'm going to buy it because it's a Gretzky one. They're selling the Gretzky Burger King jersey. Really? I didn't know he had 200 bucks. I ain't bad at all, actually. Um, I have a Purple Kings jersey that was given to me from the Kings when I lived in L.A. That's got my name That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Now you show me that for you. It's got the big crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, awesome. Oh, has got the crest on the chest, the and crowns on the shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. It says "L.A." and like ghetto script on the waist. Correct. <laughs> uh, good stuff. And the other thing with Thompson is writing the jerseys. Uh, supposedly, according to sources, post that I've seen out there, that the NHL is not going to have any teams. Not going to be a third jersey next year. That doesn't surprise me at all. So, because so they're switching from Reebok to Adidas, right? Reebok, yeah, yeah, to Adidas. So Adidas is going to have a minor. Apparently, revamp of every team. Some teams got to jump, like last year, like Ottawa and a couple of teams had their jump and kind of did theirs last year. So basically, the Winter Classic jerseys, as the Blues are going to be wearing them, they wear them once already. So they wear them five more times the rest of the year. Um, you won't see those next year. Yep, and I think you can officially say goodbye to the Navy Blues. I think that's I think that is not officially called. said, but from everything that we have heard, that yeah. that is oh, which is a shame because those yes. were. Those are great-looking jerseys. Yeah, that was a good – I like those jerseys. There's nothing against those jerseys, but I understand why Stillman doesn't want those around because it's like mm-hmm. the old era, and he wants his own stamp and everything. So I get it. So not a big deal, though. So the Blues have been slowly phasing those out the last two years anyway. They used to wear them a lot, and then now they slowly were down. Really? Ever. I never liked oh, them. Oh, I loved them. I thought they are good. I like the crest and everything, so I think it's That's the one I have. Good. That is amazing. Um, yeah, it's good. So – I have a friend who works at uh, Peabody, and he's the one who had seen the Winter Classic jersey long before it came out, and he said he's already seen next year's jersey, and that it's not much different. Really? There you go. Well, I was hoping they wouldn't go and completely, like, shake it up like a snow globe, you know? Well, like, totally remember when, when Reebok took over in, was it 08? Yeah, it was in 08 or 09. Everybody got new uniforms. And, and some were minor tweaks, mm-hmm. some were really different, some yeah. were... Pretty and much I the same. The blues of that era. That was the one that had the gold stripes that came up the side. Yeah. Um, and I think there was a lot of people who had variations of that yeah. jersey. Yeah. Because um, you saw a lot of teams that had like the kind of made the arch over the back where the nameplate was. Mm. Um, I hope Adidas doesn't do what Adidas does to everything and put the three stripes on it somewhere. Yeah, I, know. I hope not. <laughs> They Much as I like Adidas. Like three stripes going down both arms and look like track suits. Go look at the World, Cla- World Cup of Hockey jerseys. Oh, they no. all have it. Mm-hmm. And I like some of those, too. North I love my Team North America one. Yeah, that's awesome. But every jersey from the World Cup of Hockey has the three stripes somewhere. Yeah. So we're going to recap a lot of games. So some of these games we'll kind of go quickly through. When this game's <laughs> some at, of these you don't want us to some recap. Some of these games we're, we're not going to recap. Gonna some games we're going to go through. Because we got to go all the way back, if you can think this far. We're recording on the 15th. We're going back to the 2nd. We're going back to the Winter Classic. Cause yep. We we did right before the game, and we and then we went into the game. So uh, we start off not the best. Michael Kepney gets his second of the year from Panarin and Keith, a minute and two seconds into the game. Basically, just settling into your seat after all the pop and circumstance, and I almost sent you my favorite text. <laughs> yes. Blues hockey Blues. brought to you by Bud, Bud Light and Black the Blackhawks score. score. Uh, it's still funny. After all these years, still good. All these years later, still one of my favorite Chris Kerber calls. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, oh yeah, I'll quickly go over that story. So I was actually you and I was at your house. You were at my house. I think Justin was at my house too. We just we're all going to watch the game, and uh, I had to work late at my fantastic job I used to have. <laughs> and I was on the way home, and then the game just started. So I'm like hauling home, and then so I have it on the radio, and I'm not really paying. I'm like paying attention, but I'm like kind of get home, and then uh, Chris Kerber starts going his usual spiel. That's that's the daughter running around. I thought I was being yeah. haunted by the music. No, she's good. Oh my god! But. Uh, <laughs> He starts like his usual spiel. He's like, oh, and there's the puck drop, and tonight's game is brought to you by Bud Light and the Blackhawks score because they scored like oh 15 seconds. Yeah, it was like it was like not even a couple seconds of the game. It was just like first rush and in the net, and you're just like, okay. And then I told the story. So every time there's a quick goal, we always – that's our little yep. thing we say. That's our inside joke. Throw my beer. Yep. So first period ends, and they did not look good. <sighs> Our average the period, period they got on better. They looked better, but they did not look good. Yeah. So. Keep in mind, this was them coming off of an ass kicking by the Nashville Predators. Mm, Correct. God, that was. And uh, let's go to this one. So Patrick Berglund, my boy, gets his sixth of the year from Jay Bomeister and Alexander Steen. 
I was like, I was great like, that's play. the perfect that great play, happened. great play, and everybody's just like, what? That was Bo Meester. That's pretty much what everybody said around that us. The when- only way that goal could have been a less fan appreciated goal is if the second assist had gone to Yori Laterra. Yeah, <laughs> that would have probably been the, the ultimate like oh, screw, Three dudes screw you and guys. Everyone hates. Yep. I didn't believe it at first when they were like, Bo Meester to Burgle. I was that like, you're a liar. That was a good play. Yeah, that play liar. by Bo Meester was fantastic. Yeah, we need a little bit more of that. So it was good. And that's his seventh of the year. So he's getting almost more points he had last year already because he didn't yeah. have many. So uh, all the way to the third period. Up, <laughs> all the way to the third period. So you're tied 1-1 going into the Forever. Third. So Vladimir Tarasenko gets a goal off the uh, off a rush play. Fabry lays it out to him. He backs hand it. Technically hits off Nicholas uh, Yalmerson's skate. Say, say, technically, Nicholas Yalmerson gets the goal. And this, that's um, Tarasenko. It's his 17th year. It's a 12-5 from Robbie Fabry. Then, about a minute 50 later, Vladimir Tarasenko gets a three-on-two rush. He gets a pass from Yori Laterra and buries it. His 18th. That was a goal. That was a goal. Is, yeah. And Laterra and Fabry get the assist at 13-58. Lose look great. And then the empty net goal goes to Alexander Steen, his fourth of the year, at 18-46. And I have an amazing stat about that after we go over the next uh, – the last game. So, Blues win 4-1. to one. Everybody's super happy and excited. Lots of fun outside. People partying up. Good times. And let's roll to the next game. So the Blues face the Tyratty Hurricanes. And didn't start off well. Once again, Jake Allen struggling, to say the least. A minute nine in, Derek oh Ryan gets his fifth from Jamie McGinn and uh, Jordan Stahl. So first, I guess with this goal beat him? Five hole? I don't remember this one. Glove side, glove, glove, side. glove side. It probably was glove side, actually. No, it was, it was stick side because it hit off somebody and kind of. Was it? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. So the Blues come back in the next period. Joel Edmondson gets his first of the year. At this time, Joel Edmondson has more goals than Colton Pareko, which is mind boggling. Uh, and Steen gets the assist along with Stastny at the 304 mark. Basically, a shot from the point and just really good screen, and he beats Cam Ward. Uh, Tarasenko gets a sh- like a rocket from. They let him in the slot, and he just. Easy for him to score from there. His 19th of the year, a power play goal from Fabry and Laterra. And this this effing goal. God damn it. <laughs> Jay McClement, former Blue, gets oh, his God. third of the year at the 11.02 mark from Slavin and Pence. And I guess at 11.02. And this was like a one-timer, but it was the slowest one-timer you've ever seen. And it, was it like beat old him. man beer league hockey. Yeah, and it just it – and Jake Allen just slid over and just went underneath his – in between his – arm in his glove and just beat him so you're like all right two oh, two jake. you're like okay just let it go <laughs> oh, jake the snake. and this is that was this is the beginning of like the slide for jake allen yes so unfortunately jeff skinner with this this goal is a rocket so i like jeff skinner too yeah his 14th of the year from noah hannafin and rask at 1352 the third period and that is a power play goal after i believe this was uh who had the freaking penalty here? Yeah, Brad Hunt went out for slashing after a scramble, and then this goal was scored. So you kind of saw that after that happened. I was like, uh oh. And then back Yeah, the that. Blues have not been a resilient bunch this year. They yeah. get down on themselves. It goes back to like a handful of years, like four years ago when they were kind of like three years ago when they were just the first year we had Stasny. Stasny. We talked about that last time. So Derek I Ryan. About when I played varsity soccer. That's what that it reminds too? me of. Because we would like, if. We were playing bad. We get down on ourselves and we get our arses handed to us. Yeah, I just um, not I think good. It was the last time we recorded, or maybe two ago. I made the comment that I had called in to Camo X and we were talking because they had asked the question, "What do you think the biggest difference is between this team and last year's team?" Because statistically, we're only a couple points off the mark of last year. Yeah, three points, which is crazy. Um, and I said the biggest difference between these two teams is that last year. You never felt like you were out of a game. You could be down by three going into the third, and, we and you like, felt there's like there's left. tons of hockey yep. left. We're going to come back. And this year, we could be up by three, and, and you don't scared. feel safe. Yeah. This team just seems to shrivel up and turtle more than any team in the last couple of years. And that's really what I think the biggest difference is. And this team – gets down on themselves mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, when they, they fall behind early, you see them just fade away. 
And the first five minutes of a game are so important. And not just the first five minutes of a game, but the first five minutes of a period. Yep. And with all of these people striking against us first, it's like all of a sudden the, the momentum's gone. The cr- if it's a home game, you know the crowd's not going to – there's not going to be a peep yep. until we get a big hit or a, a good play to get people back in the game. Like, it's really disturbing to see how different it is just all around. Like I said, even the crowd yeah. is the same oh, I agree. way. It's, it's, it's really sad how many early – period and last minute of the period goals the Blues mm-hmm. have given up the last couple of weeks. Yep, and it continues. So Derek Ryan gets the empty there, and the Blues lose 4-2 to two that game. Why does he have to have my last name? Because that guy looks mm. like a dude. <laughs> I look at him and I'm like, oh, uh, please be so far from my gene pool, please. <laughs> Could be. You don't know. You should look into it. I'll probably beat him up, too. All right. I just want to beat everybody up. Yep. And then so the Blues get to play Dallas Stars. So you're like, all right, rebound. So basically, for the mo- almost a month now, the Blues have not won back-to-back games. Nope, not since Thanksgiving. So they go win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. So it can, we'll see if it continues. So the early goals though continue. So two minutes and twenty seconds in, Laurie Korpakowski gets his fifth of the year from uh, Jordy Ben. So, but the Blues do bounce back here. Paul Stastny scores uh, after Brad Hunt made like a really good rush and good pass to uh, Paul Stastny. And setting is his eighth of the year from Brad Hunt, and Carter Hutton is in on this game. So 927 mark uh, of the first. Yeah, Hutton. And then Tarasenko continues to tear it up, gets his 20th of the year on the power play from Stasny and Steen at 1643. So Blues up for once, go leaving the first period, which yep. has not been a regular occurrence. But guess what? 35 seconds in, Patrick Eves makes it 2-2 two to two, uh, off a goal from Spezza and Klingberg. And that's like I said, power play. Stasny gets his second, though, of the night, his ninth of the year on the power play about seven minutes later uh, from Steen and Shattenkirk at the 751 mark. The Blues back up, but, but John Klingberg dances around everybody and gets a shot that bounces in off of, I believe, one of our guys, and Hutton didn't have a chance because uh, Fabry was on him and he just made a really good deke and it was on he just kind of threw it towards net so nothing I can't say anything bad about that one so except for he didn't do this when I need him on my fantasy yeah, team <laughs> and I let him go so his fifth of the year from Korpakowski and Fasca that's I got that right 1835 but probably the best tipping goal I've seen in a long time at the 1806 mark Patrick Berglund yeah off a shot from... I don't know how that goes in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's tip-ins, and then there's... He was almost at the certain uh, face-off dot when he tipped that. Yeah. It was uh, the left, left, the right of the goalie. I mean, pretty hit, much. He was down on one knee and then, like, directed it. made a 45-degree turn. Yeah. And went about another 15 feet in the air. Yeah, and it went perfectly past uh, our Niemi, who was in goal. Uh, his So, Bergen gets a seventh of the year from Shattenkirk, who recognized that he was... For this play, so I'll give Shattenkirk that because he could have shot the net because he had a wide open lane to net, but decided to go a little bit off to the left to Berglund and worked out. So and Brodziak gets the assist there, and the Blues get a late goal for once and win. Very rare occurrence. I think it's probably one of the few games this year that's happened. I was going to say that hasn't happened a lot at all. So a game that Chris was at that you were call this a game? Yeah. So the Blues play. The Boston Bruins and the return of former captain David Backus, who Never got who got a nice little video package and he cheered and everybody. Like, nice. he didn't. Get, I was kind of surprised he wasn't in the starting lineup. Um. Yeah. I, and then he. And then he, he was, was second his shift. second shift. Then you, I heard the crowd just like going. Yeah, going you, nice. The crowd went nuts. So there were a ton of Backus jerseys in the crowd. Uh, I figured. wore mine. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It was. It was a very weird vibe in that building. Yeah, so I mean, it, it really was like you want the you wanted the Blues to win, but there was also that feeling of you kind of wanted back as a score goal. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna run through this first period because it was not good. All the goals. Uh, Frank Vitrano, who's a guy I like and who I wanted them to trade Shattenkirk for, but he gets his thirty of the year from Tori Krug and Travis Pasternak or David Pasternak at eight. 19, Brandon Carlo from Vetrano and Krejci at 1520, which was hella weak to everyone. That was the one that went off the boards, off Allen's ass. And then, and then no, yeah. yeah. And then Brad Marchand off a of rush. And where to beat him? Glove side. Oh, yeah. Like a effing laser. Yep. A good shot, but also part of me is like, should have it. I think you should there have that. There was no one between him and, yeah. and Krejci. 
Yeah, he should have been able to square up and steal that puck. So Marshawn gets his 14th from Pasternak and Bergeron at 17.52. So Blues not looking. And they only have at this time like four shots. Two shots. Two. Yeah, two. The end of the first period, two shots. Yeah, two shots, and they're outscored by, by one. Yeah. So not good at all. I was ready to leave at the end of the first, to be honest. I wouldn't have blamed you. So the second period starts, and you're like, all right, let's restart this. And let's get into it. And pull nope. Jake Allen. In comes Carter Hutton. And goal. Goal. Tory Krug at minute 31 in. Glove side. From Spooner and Marshawn. 4 nothing. Only positive about this game is two, the only two positives that I like. Colt Pareko gets his first year finally. Yeah. That was a good goal, too. And it was a good goal. Off a pick the top corner on Rask. Really good shot. It was a wrist shot, too. It wasn't a blast. It was a power play goal. Moves down 4-1. to one. So that third period starts halfway through. Bergeron gets a goal, his eighth from Perron and Petrangelo on the power play, playing very well. Yeah, when he gets on a roll, man, he's on a roll. But then when he's not, he's ice cold. Yeah. Well, I just hope he keeps rolling because we obviously we really need, need it. it. We, need <laughs> we need it bad. Yeah. So we're four to two, and uh, Brad Marchand gets an empty netter, but Brodziak follows up with a goal. Meaningless, meaningless goal. So five the, to three. Uh, Pat, the uh, Vladimir Tarasenko Western Conference Final meaningless goal. Yes. Yep. And. Uh, the only other thing I'll bring up from this game was uh, David Backus got a lot of penalty minutes off of play. Oh, yes, he did. So, yes, he did. Well, basically, Marshawn was in the front of the net, and kind of, he, he tripped slash like fell into somebody else who I can't remember off type, so and Joel Edmondson. What happened was... And Joel Edmondson just like braced him as he fell. He didn't hit him down. Yes. What happened before that was Yori Laterra hit him. Yeah. And as he was going down... He kind of slid into Joel Edmondson, who fell over the top of him. Yeah, not like it wasn't even no. like hard or anything. Just... Backus turns and sees Edmondson on top of his player. Doesn't see that Yori Latera is the guy that hit him. So Backus beelines it to and starts trying to beat the bejesus out of Joel Edmondson. Who Edmondson holds his own and it's a it's a, rest, it's, it's a wrestling and, and match. Honestly, like I watched the fight and there weren't that many punches. Yeah, thrown. yeah it was only I think a couple it was on each one side. of those where like the two of them were like, we need to do this because the crowd expects it. Yeah. Um, I was not ready to see Bacchus get the two minute instigator on top of it and a ten minute misconduct. Yeah, two a five and a ten, so he was gone for whopping seventeen, 17 minutes. minutes. Yep. Because you, um, you text me if he's gone, and I was actually out of that. I was actually like, F this game. Right. And I had flipped back, and I was trying to find what happened. And then I'm like, I think he might have got kicked out. Well, maybe not. I'm not sure. I'll let you know when I hear. And then they finally announced it. So this game, screw this game. We're just going to move on. Cause, <laughs> right, yeah, that bye. was that was ugly. I mean, that was – I've been to a bunch of games this year. The only win I've been to is the Winter Classic. Yep. Um, of the games I've been to in Scott Trade – this is the first time I've seen the blue. That was the first time I've seen the Blues score more than one goal, um, but it's maybe the worst team performance I've seen. No, this is, it gets worse. Our friend Bobby was super excited oh, for this God, game. This game, this game. We're just gonna what's, let's put it this way. Jake Allen pulled again. I a really weak goal. Um, I turned it off. Trevor Lewis oh, goal. I, so did I. I I did too. So this one's kind of hard. So I'll just run through it. Muzzin gets an early goal. Yeah, Muzzin <laughs> gets an early goal. The Trevor Lewis goal is off a rush, and it was a weak wrist shot, and then so Allen weak. just didn't track it or just missed it with his glove and just right by him. And that was the one. He didn't get pulled yet after 2 nothing, did he? No, it was, no. He didn't get pulled. Then Jake Muzzin gets another goal in the second, and then Tanner Pearson gets a goal a minute later, and then I think that's when he got pulled. Yes. But then Paul Stasny gets a goal. So Stasny and Berglund have been playing really well, getting a lot yeah. of goals. So and happy there. The only person that we'll get into after the next game I'll talk about. And then Tanner Pearson gets another goal. No, In the third period, nobody really cared anymore. Right. So nothing happened. So pretty much got their dicks kicked in. Um, if I turned back in for the post game. And I don't know if either of you two got to hear Kelly and Pang talk. No. But it was a, I heard Pang talk, but go yeah, ahead. It was a very short, concise, and honest, like, there are problems. Mm-hmm. And this team needs to figure it out quick. And Pang pretty much called out the work ethic of the team. Yeah, and he, Pang also pointed towards Vladimir Tarasenko, too, that he needs to give a better second effort. And I'm like... 
part of me is like, listen, man, like he's not the only issue. Like, yeah, I think he has sometimes that issue where he takes shifts off. I love Brett Hall too. Was like, Brett Hall yeah. did the same. Which I think it's a scorer's mentality type thing. But he ain't the only one. There's no, there's a lot of guys on there. Look, you can look up and down this lineup, and I think I made the comment after this game that, like, post-Winter Classic, there's nothing about this team that has shown me that they're going to figure out what's wrong and get it together. Mm-hmm. And and that's up and down the roster, coaching staff, etc. And we're almost to that point where I think heads start rolling via firings or trades or whatever. Yeah, we'll get into the trade rumors when we get into our questions. Um, but, yeah, man, there's there's real issues. And there's obviously something wrong with the psyche of Jake Allen right now. Yes. there's He's just not playing good hockey. And it's not just like, oh, he's not squaring up. Like, it's more than that because he's – like he's just down on waving and missing yeah. the glove saves. Yeah, one goal when it goes one goal's in, he's just instantly like I'm screwed. Like this he looks game's like he's over. In slow motion. Yeah. He's that like Trevor Lewis goal. He's that kid that once one goes in, he just breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's like as soon as one goes, five are going. Yeah. Uh the defense looks lost. At times I got some good stats on that, which is the thing the, it's really the goaltending and go ahead is our offense looks so stale and predictable. Mm-hmm. Five on five and power play. We have one play. Yep, dump. Dump, to, dump into the corner, try to throw it in front of the goal, find somebody there. And we are yep. not good in the corners. No. So it's Only a couple terrible. people are, yeah. It's sad to see it. And the power play is essentially the same thing. Cycle the puck in the corner. Cycle the puck in the corner. Point shot. Try to get someone down low into the slot or point, point shot. shot. That's it. Yeah. And you watch teams, and these good teams are shutting it down 15 minutes into the game. Yeah. At least by the second. And the Blues don't adjust. Yeah. It's just, well, this is what we do. We got to do this. It is like I, I just started coaching a fifth-grade basketball team. And they know two plays. It doesn't matter what is happening. Mm-hmm. They're going to run that play. Yeah. That's all they know. Yeah. It does, like, if, if the defender's in front of the, in front of the point guard, but he knows, well, I'm supposed to throw the ball there. He's still going to throw the ball. Yeah. Because that's what he was taught to do. It doesn't yeah. matter that there's a defender right in front of him. Yep. And that's kind of what it's been like watching the Blues. It's like, well, this is what we do. We run this play. And there's just been no creativity, no ability to improv or or create anything aside from this is what we do. Yep. And it's hard, and, it's hard to do. the game we're yet to talk about. And it's amazing how night and day that offense looked it's, it's when weird you went away from the dump and chase. Yep. God, I hate the dump and chase. That's I don't know, the 80s, early 90s there is style is too nothing. too much skill. In our top six, our top nine, yeah, to be dumping the puck in every time. Oh, I know. Oh, what do you think, Ashley? I agree with everything he just said. He took the words right out of my mouth. There I went go. to open my mouth, yeah. and then he, and then he went, and I'm like, "That's exactly what I was going to say." Yep. So there's a, a couple of interesting stats where the defense, where I agree with the defense. There's times where they're quote unquote soft or whatever you want to call it. Just they back in, which that's yes. a, that's what that's obviously the, they're what they're taught to do is like back in, and then the Forwards come back check hard and take the puck and get it out, which I think is making the forwards work too hard, which is causing the offense to be stale. That's my personal opinion. That's fair. Which, but I think well, we because ha- by the time they actually get the puck and they start to take it, they're out of gas. Sure, yeah, that's it's, fair. That's part of me, but it's also it's like obviously Blues haven't really changed. That, you know, this isn't like a new assistant. That's no. the thing. You know, that's the thing that bugs me. Where that's where it's like the guy, the players are either not performing for numerous reasons some people are hurt not saying anything or just hurt and then obviously not telling did you the watch public. any of the epics program i haven't finished the last episode um it became really obvious to me and he's playing through it and playing decent there's something wrong with ryan reeves yeah like that dude's hurt yeah and he, you can tell just from watching the epic show mm-hmm. that he's playing through whatever is hurting yeah because i remember that i remember paying a few games ago was saying that he was 
hurting. When it was when all the flu stuff was going around with the yeah. Blues, and he was like, yeah, and Reeves is banged up too. It was like yeah. a passing thing. It didn't say anything. All I said is that. And ever since that, he had those goals where it was like that two-week period where he was like two or three goals yeah. and was mm-hmm. playing really well. Yeah. Then he got hurt. Remember he, remember he went down on one knee after some yeah. play and then just made his way to the bench. Still finished the game and still been playing yeah. since then. But obviously you can tell he's not 100%. And I think I think there's a lot of guys in the lineup. I like think Steen right is like that too. So after this game, I want to tell you a very interesting stat about him that is very worrisome to me. For also the back to the defense, more worrisome than the stat about Tarasenko. Maybe we'll go into. I don't know which stat you're exactly talking about, so we'll get into that. The defense actually is in the top five of like high quality, high quality chances allowed. Like top five, as in like not allowed. That right. so they're like actually really good. So the, the problem is they're not letting out a lot of high quality shots. The ones they do go in. Yes, and that's the that's the issue. And that's and, on the goaltender. See, and then some people are saying, "Well, it should be 100 percent on the goaltending." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll give you that." But at the same time, is the team has to have confidence in the goalie that they know if they f up because it's going to happen. Not every team a is symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yep. if they f up, the goalie's got to be there to get them. Yep. And if the and if the, that's what the goalie's there for, and if the goalie f's up, he knows that his guys are going to go out and get a goal. And it seems like there's a not a disconnect of some sort right there. I that's agree. which is super. As a fan and the watching it, you can see it. You can see well, it, but obviously something's up, and it's just you know it's to, hard to watch. To that point, um, I was involved in a couple of discussions on Twitter during this Kings game about goaltending and, and Jake Allen, and and obviously anytime there's a bad goaltending game this year, the first name that gets brought up is Brian Elliott. Uh. And I was like, look, dude, he's gone. Let it go. Yeah. And people throw the stats. Well, he was our leader in this and that and that. And I was like, anybody in the Scott Trade Center wearing a Blues jersey could have those stats. I like Brian. I like, I liked him too. I like but, Brian Elliott. But. Let's, let's A, not forget that last year aside, and I won't take anything away from what Brian Elliott did in the playoffs last year. He was phenomenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three of the previous four years, he was our playoff goalie when we went out in either the second or first round to the Kings both times. Mm-hmm. He also isn't, and I don't care what you say, a true number one goalie. Yeah, Those stats that Brian Elliott have would just as easily be Yaroslav Halak's had Buffalo taken Elliott instead of Halak mm-hmm. during the during the Ryan Miller trade. Agreed. Yeah. Um that defense is phenomenal. And Brian and Yarrow and even Jake, um, for whatever reason Ryan Miller not so much, um have done a good job of stopping the shots that came to them. But neither one of them see a lot of, of rubber on a night-to-night basis. Yep. Um, which is what makes it so glaringly bad when they go through stretches where they can't stop a beach ball. Yep. But the Blues have never had a premier goaltender since, I will say, Grant Fuhr. Mm, that's, that's accurate. Um, if you, if you want to look at goalie stats right now, and I get Calgary is a tire fire of a team. Oh yeah, but if you're Look a good at goalie, the stats of goalies. If you're a good goalie, you should be able to overcome that. Go though, right? all the way down to the bottom, and you're going to find Brian Elliott. Yeah, that's what I mean. I get it. He's four. I think it was forty-eight of forty-eight. I yes. think in, goal, in uh, goals against. So I don't know. We'll see. But we'll get into the goalie rumor mill sure. in a little bit. Let's get this game out of the way, and we'll take a quick break. So. Going to San Jose. It'll be the first time to lose a visit to San Jose since they were knocked out of the playoffs last year. Correct. So so the stat going into this game, the Tarasenko stat that I wanted to bring up. Go for it. Was the Kings game and the Bruins game. Mm-hmm. Two games in a row, Vladimir Tarasenko was held without a shot on goal. Which, that's not good. And notice how the team did not, and both those games are blowouts too. Correct. So it's interesting to see. So first period. It's funny how people are online are like, all right, it was a good period. I'm like, God, it's bad that we're celebrating a mediocre first right. period. The like one thing that I will say. That's how bad it is now. And it was a mediocre period. We didn't score any goals. But how much better did that offense look 
when you're carrying it over. The oh, yeah, I agree. And I 100% agree. I was saying, like, everybody was celebrating the point, like, oh, we're not losing by a bunch already. Exactly. Basically. Right. I was super well, excited that we were just moving the puck. Go back to the Winter Classic. We, mm. we gave up a first-minute goal in that game, too. Yeah. Like, and also, the Blues have been consistently falling behind in the first. And, well, I say mediocre, but I think Carr Hutton had about three really good saves. Carter Hutton mm. made some good saves. So the he's Blues in had net. their chances. Yeah, so the Blues had a couple. So they were actually out shooting him. The Kings did hit the crossbar. Uh, sharks, yes. I'm sorry, yeah, it's Sharks. Uh, yes, uh, Tierney hit the crossbar, but um, they are shooting ten to seven, so not a, a good start. More than two shots. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. So like I said, I think that I think the goals. I had the thing written down. Shot totals last four games total for all three periods: 24, 23, 17, 22. That is not good. No, that's that's not a recipe for winning a game. No. So I don't care who your goalie is. Yeah. So second period though, Colton Preco off a uh, blast in the point, he walked around a guy and gets a power play. I didn't see it go in. I was I think the arm under arm. I think it went under his arm. I think I had to watch like three times actually see where it went and it went underneath his arm. Preco gets a second from Stastny and Shattenkirk on the power play. So we'll take it the five twenty seven mark of the second period. And then kind of like a goal that we saw before, like uh, off of the wall, uh, Prego had a shot, and Perron uh, jams at home his 11th of the year. And he, I think he had a very good game. I think Perron has had a very good year. He's yeah. been stepping Today. up a lot. Yeah, and it's, if everybody like, missed having Brower, I think this is like the perfect I agree. Replace He's not temper. as physical as Brower. Correct. But he'll get in there and scrap. Yeah, if he has to. So he gets his 11th from Preco and Fabry at the 10-01 mark. So 2 nothing after the second period. you got to feel good about that. Um, also in this period, so was it the second? Yeah, it was the second period. Let me double check on the stat yes. real quick. Joe Thornton. I, I, speaking to David Perron, I have never liked Joe Thornton going back to when he knocked out uh, David Perron. Yep. So that was... Uh, Interesting stat. So basically, the rule of the play first. Joe Thornton speared the living f out of Paul oh, Stastny, yeah, he did. like two hand, hard as he could, right into the stomach. And yeah. Stastny didn't even like went down on one knee real quick. But the ref, luckily, the ref saw it because if he hit me that hard, I'd be down on the ground. Like I just took a shotgun blast to my yeah. stomach. I Joe Thornton is a dirty player, plain he, and simple. He's skilled. I I mean, there's no no arguing the fact that he's a skilled player. But he's a dirty player. Yeah, if you want to see if he's a dirty player, go to and watch the Showtime series last year when the Blues played the Sharks and David Backus screaming at Joe Thornton how dirty the player he is and how Him aw- and he, he had awful how awful a human being he is. Yeah. So to put it in pro wrestling terms, Joe Thornton is Arn Anderson. Oh yeah, he'll do the dirtiest thing they could just to get ahead. He is yep. skilled. But he's going to do what he needs to do to win. Yeah. So then this five. So we always get a five minute power play that turns into. They? So they. Uh, oh, so yeah. Shan Kirk gets a fifteen in fifteen seconds and gets a two minute hooking penalty. I wanted to cry when that happened. Then over a minute into the five on three, uh, we get too many men on the ice. Yep. Leading the league. Yep. Tied with Ottawa. Uh, tenth. Tenth. Too many men on the ice penalties. Tied with Ottawa. Learn to count. Yeah. So. Did you see them? Show Hitch's face right after we got called for that too many men. I just love his face. He's like, F me. Yeah. Just, just look it. on his face. It looks like a piece of his soul leaves his body. Yeah, that was, uh, and also, they, even uh, I thought it was funny that uh, Pang called out Yaskin on it because yeah. y- Yakubov's been on that line, but Yaskin jumped the, the thing and then realized it and then jump back. Jump back. Yeah. And then by the time the San Jose bench was yelling and it was too late. It's. It, it's such a peewee league penalty yeah. that that more than anything else is probably the penalty that bothers me more in, in, in NHL. Because it's like you that. should be paying attention. Oh or my, you should. It's, and that's what it is. It is an attention to detail penalty. Yeah, and it seems like the Blues are lacking that this year. So I don't know if it's the switch of the assistant coaches I don't or know what, what it is. is. But whatever it is has got to get changed. So back to the Joe Thornton thing. So when was the last time he got a game of Scott penalty? Was it the game against? Uh, it was the hit, it was a hit against yeah, David Perron. Was it? it was the, so I was at that game. Yep. So November fourth, two thousand ten. Because Perron actually came back and scored wow, the game winner. Was in two thousand ten. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Perron came back and scored the game winner, and that was the last time you saw him for damn near a year. Yep. Uh, it was like ninety-two something games. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Blues get into the third period, and Yori Laterra gets his fifth of the year from Ooh. Petrangelo and Tarasenko. I, I swear Yakupov tipped this on the way, too, but I watched the replay again this morning. I know for a fact it hit him because he was celebrating a lot, and he thought he might have had the goal, but then Laterra's like, oh, I got it. Mm. I tell you what, Yakupov the last week on the top line really impressed me. Uh, Laterra, Yakupov, and Tarasenko. The dude is so fast. And so aggressive to and on the puck that you can tell he's just rusty from not playing. Yeah. And I think the more they let that kid on the ice and play, the more he is going to just bloom into what we want him to be. I think uh, hopefully because of the way his contract is, it's going to be like a little pricey for him. If they can like not qualify him and then re-sign him at a lower rate possibly. I don't know if that works. Kind of like how they do in the NFL, right. you know, where they don't qualify sure. somebody but bring him in for a lower price. But we'll see. So, empty net goal by Alexander Steen. His fifth of the year from Schwartz and Tarasenko at the 14-37 marks. They were down 3 nothing, so they're trying to spark themselves. Sure. So, stat of the uh, podcast, let's say. Alexander Steen has five goals. Three of them are empty net goals. Oh, I'm aware. That's uh, not good, as they say. No, it's not. And I don't know what the problem is with Alex Steen right now. So, I don't know if he's hurt or something. He's uh, covering something up. Yeah. Could be. But there comes a point as a player, and I think we talked about this last year in the playoffs, where if you're trying to fight through an injury, that's fine. But if you fighting through an injury is becoming detrimental to the team, mm-hmm. you're doing sit more a, harm. Sit a game or two. Cool, you're trying to be brave and go out there and like stick it through, but... We're losing games. Exactly. Yeah, so I think you just need to uh, take a break for a little bit. So that's all the games finally. So we're caught up, and the Blues will... They're going to finish their road trip tonight, technically. Night. We're on the 15th against the oh, right. the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, or the Anaheim Ducks, we're going to call it. They go back home for a couple, so they got Ottawa. Are you going to that game? That's the Star Wars night. I want to. Okay, that's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah. I want to. I want to try to find tickets. Yeah. Because I, I really want that Darth Vader. Vader, Vader. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. We're trying to find tickets too. Yeah. So the Capitals come to town. Uh, I think Oshi will be back. I think he'll officially his first game back, right? Because he was hurt yes. last time. Uh, I have tickets, but I'm giving them away. Mm. I'm giving them away to a little girl who loves Kelly. Yeah. Oshi. It's her birthday present. Aww. Gotcha. And then the 21st, they at early game, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, they're at Winnipeg. So and then they play a couple more. And then next week's kind of a light week. They only have around the road still, Pittsburgh and Minnesota, and that's it. And then they yeah. have a four-day break until they're back at home for the end of the month. So uh, they, have, they don't have any games the weekend of the Royal Rumble, so we're good there. You know, I, I want to see how this team plays today. Yep. Um, if it's just a one-game, like – Played really well. Oh, we're going to fall back to earth. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a big thing. Because the Ducks are 7-1-1 one, one their last nine. So it's going to be a tough game. Yep. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up here, and we'll be right back with uh, questions from you guys. Good stuff. Anyway, so we'll get back into things. That was good. Good conversation. So, um, this is why I don't talk. Yeah, you know. <laughs> why I don't talk. That's good. So we uh, we have some questions for you guys. Plus, we'll go with some rumors. Ashley tweeted one, so we'll get into that one first, and then we'll talk about it. And I'll be first. I'll say would not be would be okay with this, but let me find it real quick. Oh, so apparently three teams have inquired about Mark andre Fleury. Apparently the Blues are one of them. Thoughts? I like Mark andre Fleury. I don't know what the price tag is. That's the thing. That's my thing. Yeah, that's my um, thing too. If it's cheap, fine. Um, but if they want more than a mid-level draft pick, I'm good. Yeah, because right now the Blues don't have much cap room either. He has a pretty sizable cap, so... Um, I like him. The guy's won the uh, – he's like at $5 million, but the thing is they signed their backup Matt Murray, who's a lot younger. Right, and who won them the cup last won year. Won the cup last year. Uh, so basically when the expansion draft, they're going to lose him anyway. 
Because yeah. well, they're going to lose Murray because they have to because of he has a no trade or whatever. Right. And, so him. you have to protect him. So basically, they have to move him before the season yeah. either ends or right after the season ends or I, whatever. Um, my thing with Flurry is I don't think that he's an elite goalie. I don't think he's that much of an upgrade. Mm. You know, it's not like the Pittsburgh Penguins won those Stanley Cups on the shoulders of Marc-Andre Fleury. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some of the greatest goal scorers in the game, and they're winning games 5-3, to 6-4, you know, things like that. We can win games giving up three four goals if our offense wakes up. Yeah. You know, if we're going to make an upgrade in goal, I want it to be someone who can shut it down. And I don't necessarily know that Flurry's that guy, unless you need to make a change in goal for the for the psyche of this team. Like when we brought in Martin Brodeur, I don't necessarily think that Flurry's the guy, unless they're going to give him away cheap. Yeah, that's my thing. It depends on the price. So I'd be curious because there's see other goalies that... out there right now that I would much rather have. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so one of them is a former Blues goalie. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple out there that's – there's three, two former, I guess, that have been rumored, I guess, because Calgary's hanging on there. We're not going to get into we'll it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Well, let's do all the goalie stuff right now then. Right. So the th- three prevalent names that are pretty much out there, four if you want to count, three or former Blues actually, it's funny. Yaroslav Halak is in the minors right now who got yeah. sent down by – so he's obviously readily available, but making a good amount of money and not playing well right now. No. And the minors, I don't know his stats. I don't have those readily available. So – He's apparently available. Marc-Andre Fleury is another one. And two are former Blues. Ben Bishop obviously needs to be traded because, he, once same again, reasons. same reasons. Like they, Well, he his contract's up anyway. Right. So He's they want to get something for him anyway. Just the same way with Shattenkirk or us. Uh, and then the other one is because he's won his last five, so has been an upswing but still not the best. Uh, Brian Elliott supposedly has been – because he they were talking extension at the beginning of the year – and all of a sudden, that is cooled off. Right. So who knows if they're like, okay, well, maybe we should have traded for Ben Bishop instead, or let's focus on getting him. Because they actually – Bishop thought he was going to be a flame to the point they were talking contract extension. Right. Then they switched and went after Brian Elliott. Yeah. So who knows if they're saying, you know what, we'll have to ride this year out, and then we'll come back to Ben Bishop. Or who knows what, maybe Dallas or Winnipeg decides to do something. You know, There's a, there's a lot of like cogs that could happen from between now and – Beginning of next season, obviously, with Las Vegas coming in. But now, at the end of the day, as much as I know Jake Allen is struggling his first season, I like to ride it out. I would, too. At least the end of this year. And if it, if it is like a tire fire like this the whole season, then I think you have a general idea. There's Every goal goes through slumps. Elliott went through slumps, too. There's times where he, there's that one season – where him and Halak couldn't stop, like you said, a beach ball. The yeah. It was the lockout-shortened season, and they called up Jake Allen yeah. to play a handful of games and yeah. have those guys reset. Because yeah. Jake Allen, uh, remember Brian Elliott was actually a healthy scratch those games. Yes. Or you also, whoever did. Um, so I think we need to ride it out. As much as I agree. I, I'm more of pro-flurry than I think you are, I just think it, Compared to Ryan Miller, because that's a lot of people is comparing it to, like it's only a quote unquote five percent upgrade or whatever you want to, whatever Al, whatever Armstrong right. said. But I think that there's a big difference between Mark Andre Fleury and Ryan Miller, as in one guy's maybe not carried his team to a cup, which you also almost shouldn't have your goalie carry you to a cup to a degree. It should be a whole team effort, but he knows what it is to win a cup compared Agreed. to other ones. That's that's why I think if it's there for a okay cost. I would um, I would be pro more for it, but the problem is if you do that, you pretty much need to ship Jake Allen somewhere because his he's going to be broke. Yeah, and that's that psychological wise. That'd be me if I was there. I'd be like, all right, same thing because with the way that he is not playing right now, if we brought that in, I feel like he would just cry in the corner, and then that would that would be it for me. Or it'd just be hard for him to even recover. Because exactly. you know, that's just I'm not saying that's him, but that, that's that's a that's a hard possibility. Or it could possibly you could be like. You know what? I'm going to be the backup or whatever, and I'm going to be the best, and I'm going to take that job back, and maybe that's what he needs. Who knows? I think, I, I think you hit it. I think the one thing that you're seeing this year from both Jake Allen and Brian Elliott is both of those guys need to have somebody to push them. Yep. Um, Carter Hutton is not I'm a sorry winner. minus the four nothing game last night yeah, where that is a number two goalie. Yeah, and he's not pushing Jake Allen for playing time. 
And I think of the four goalies that we talked about, if I was to rank them, the top of my list would be Ben Bishop, mm-hmm. assuming Ben Bishop is going to stay healthy. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with that's, every goalie on that list, too, right. is health. Especially Bishop and Halak. Mm-hmm. Um, and Flurry's had his injury problems in the past, too. Yes. So I would I would go Bishop as my first choice um, because, much like Flurry, he knows how to win in the playoffs. Next, he went all the way to the Cup, cup yet, final. But he's been to the three Eastern Conference Finals in, in a row in, and two in, of the last three Stanley Cup Finals. Hmm. Underneath him would be Flurry. Underneath him would be uh, Halak. And I don't even put Brian Elliott as an option. Nothing against Brian Elliott. Been there, done that type thing. I got you. I think if you bring him in the same season that you got rid of him. Your management is. You might as well throw a stick of dynamite into that locker room. Mm-hmm. Because I think it turns the whole team into a circus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that at some point Brian Elliott can't come back to this team. But I don't think you can call um, a redo and basically say, you give me your stuff back, I'll take my stuff back, and we'll pretend this trade never happened right. yeah. in the middle of the same season that you did. Yeah, that's hard. I just don't think from a psychological standpoint of a team you can do that. You're essentially telling your team, we effed up, and you're no good without this guy. Yeah. yeah. And at that point – you better call Boston too. Yep, she can get the other guy back too. Um, so, I, I agree. I, I think I still believe Jake Allen's the guy, and I think that he can deliver. I think he needs to be pushed. And I don't think Carter Hutton's the dude. Yep, if I've seen we, that a lot. Yeah. If we could get rid of Hutton and bring up someone like Bennington, mm. someone who I think is also a, a strong goalie, yeah. or even bring in a flurry. And go, look, dude, or even Bishop, here's the deal. You're going to split time. You're both good goalies. but You're both good goalies. And even if it's with Bishop and you know, let's just say we call Tampa and say, we know you need to get rid of Ben Bishop. And we need to get rid of Kevin Shattenkirk. You know you're not going to sign Shattenkirk. He's going to New York. We know we're not going to sign Bishop. He's going to be too much. Yeah. They fill a need for each team. Mm-hmm. And tell Bishop, look, dude, you're 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. You're going to split time. Whoever's hot, we're going to ride you in the playoffs. But for the remainder of the season, you're getting 20 games. You're getting 20 games. You tell us and you show us who's going to be our dude for the playoffs. Yeah, it's kind of like what they got going in Tampa right now because they have – well, until he got hurt. It was right. – uh, they have Vashlovsky playing every third game, no matter what. Right. Yeah, and I, I think – when you saw the Blues going back to the Elliott and Halak days, yep, it that's worked. the system that worked. You know, that won Jennings trophies. Yep. And then you removed Halak and we put Miller in. That experiment failed. You brought Jake Allen in. And then for the last three years, it's been Allen and Elliott. Yep. The Blues just seem to have goalies that work better when they're being pushed by someone else who can compete for that starting job. Yep. And I think that is the move. If we make a move, that's the move that needs to be done. Yep. So, uh, okay, questions. So from Wesley Southern, what can the Blues do to realistically upgrade, even if temporarily, for a center for Tarasenko? Latera isn't cutting it anymore. I think the number one center, obviously, is a lot harder to come by now. As a bunch of people say, Tavares, whoever. you got to give up a lot. You're going to have to give up a lot. It's going to be somebody like Schwartz. It's going to be, well, they're probably, they probably don't want that money back, so it's probably going to be like Schwartz, Possibly even Fabry and a prospect for yeah. they're going to want a lock. They want NHL guys back because you got to give the gift. How much does he have left on his contract? Two more. He get, he started negotiating right now, so he's next year. I'd do that. Yeah, so it'd be Schwartz, maybe even Fabry or Schwartz, somebody. I would do that. Say Schwartz. Let's just say from the center back. Let's just say Laterra, or if they want Stasny, let's say Stasny. Probably, I think Stasny is no trade, so it'd be Laterra. So, so say, say so Laterra and Schwartz for John Tavares, or Schwartz and probably a first rounder, just because they want. They got our stockpile. If that was the I would do it too, but I don't think they. I think they'd want. I don't know. I think they'll hold out and think Tavares will probably resign with them. Yeah, but he wants to win at the same time. From what everybody hears, who knows what's going on there? Anything you think, or you think they should just ride it out with Let Laterra and Stasny? I don't know and, who else is available. Martin Hansel is the other name that's been out no. there, and he's a second yeah. line center, and he's not going to be. 
he's not going to be a Tarasenko type guy. That's somebody I would like the Blues to eventually get. I think he'd be a good center, but yeah, but there's really he nobody realistic. Yeah, and he signed for two more years. So and he was he's a left winger, but still. And then um. Uh, Oh, Some people were talking him. about Toronto was interested in Shattenkirk, so they're talking about guys get out of there. So somebody said uh, Bozak. I would say, oh, okay. I'd rather have um, Kadri. Yeah, yeah. That, I was throwing somebody extra to Kadri, and that would be, I think, somebody who would fit in with Tarasenko. But again, you have to give. How get many people to. are going to be willing to take a Shattenkirk trade, knowing that you're not going to sign it? And, and Toronto's in rebuild, and they're just playing well. I mean, Matthews is playing out of his mind right it's now. Like ideally, I would love to trade him to the Rangers. Problem is, the Rangers are playing well. Are a are playing well, and B are in no rush to trade for a guy that they know they'll get in the offseason. Unless they think they have a realistic shot, like a really awesome shot to win the cup this year, and that's the piece to put them over. And but I don't know if they're at that stage yet. Yeah. But they're also trying to stockpile younger guys too, because you know Nash is getting old and he's going to be out of there soon. And then would you do Nash or Shattenkirk? No, I don't. We don't need more left wingers. You know, so who cares? Like if I was a JT Miller at the beginning of the year, he was on Team North America, and I like I loved that. him in Deadpool. <laughs> oh, it's TJ Miller. TJ Miller, close enough. I thought he would be a good shot, and that and now he's playing really well this year. And now we definitely can't get him. Right. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't know many centers that are available. And that's the hard There's part. There's this guy it. in Boston, <laughs> 42. Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit. Yeah, so uh, my buddy uh, Jeff. We just need to redo all of the trades we made. Yeah, the, so, them, so them all back. Wow, it looks like you. Do you read this ahead of time? Which is funny. So, next question for my buddy Jeff Basil: uh, Which Armstrong trade or free agent signing would you undo? <laughs> that's actually was the it, next it's question. The back is one. Yeah. I get it, but like, and they had, they even had, they said four years and six million dollars is what I, they like, as much as the Blues, Blues even went to six mil for yeah. four years. But it he said, it wasn't money, it was terms. He said he wanted that another year, and the Blues like, we can't do another year at six. And he said, see ya. So I, I get, we have to take care of your family, but also at the same time, I'm like, man. No, I get it. Like, I get I mean, it. Part I, of it is just like, dude, it's one year, and it's like, you're already making 24, you've already exactly. made, I X get into this argument all the time with, but you have friends a, of mine who you have, a, you have a small window to make money in, as an NHL player. So I get it. It's not all on the team. No. I mean, look. I don't blame either side. It just sucks that they either. couldn't it's happen. It's the business know? side of hockey. The Blues got to do what's right for the Blues. David Backus had to do what's right for David Backus. Um, but of all of those, it's the Backus deal. Like, I liked Troy Brower, but okay. Can't make that. You know, he wanted to go back home, so that's dude. That. He was already building a house in Calgary because his yeah. dad's there. Like, yeah. whatever. And so that's not gonna happen. Um, it, it's the backest deal. It's it, you find a way to get that done. Yeah, because at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, the whole off season, I was like, oh, it's fine. We lost him or whatever. Oh, he's doing well there because he has twelve goals now. Everybody's like, oh, he has twelve goals. Guess how many points? You know, of course, everybody think about Latero now. So, points. Latero has twelve points, so twelve goals. Like, oh, okay. But then actually seeing him there and like watching the highlight reel and stuff, and it's like, oh man, that kind of does suck not to have him around. There's a lot of intangibles that he brought to the game that we miss, you know. And no offense to Alex Petrangelo, but he's Petro learning. He's learning. Is not the leader that David Backus was. Yep. Absolutely not. I mean, we David Backus right now. I think that with the issues that we've got going on, he would light a fire back underneath everybody, and he would yeah. be like, hey, like. Knock him upside the head. Like this is not how we play. This is not how we do this. Like I you agree. guys, you guys, we need to get this together. Even even Steve Ott to a yeah. point. Yeah. You know, I think from a leadership point, you miss because yeah, they are. A, I think this final year the Detroit does oh, not make. They're it. toast. They're done. They're not doing Thank well. Thank God. Um, but I mean, I'll let you guys say what you think. But for for me. It's the David Backus. Yeah, team. I agree with you on that yeah, one. I agree you find with you a way 100%. to keep it. And honestly, like as much as I wasn't a fan of Chris Stewart and. Halak was fine or whatever, but I think the whole Goy Carousel thing started with the Ryan Miller trade too. I agree. So I think that whole that started there, but also you got to think about it. Like if that didn't start, would have Elliot got his shot or this? You know, like no, who he knows? Have. Who knows how it would have been? They would have rode Halak longer. Who knows? That's another thing to kind of I consider. I still wish we could have had one playoff run with Yara Halak, fully healthy and see how he was. Yeah, because he never got a chance to do what he did in Montreal. Because part of me is like. Look what happened in Montreal. Like they let Halak go, and then Price struggled the first year, year well, or two of that, and then he the Blues call asking wanted Price. Price. They wanted Price because they didn't think there was any way Montreal would let Halak go after that. Yeah, after and, then, that and they decided to roll with Price, and they were, remember a lot of people were pissed that they let Halak go over Price. He had the big like 
swan song and he like yeah. you know people lined up on blocks to just see him at like a local sporting goods store before he left for st louis and uh so i'm not saying jake allen is not gonna turn oh, out like that imagine this team if we had carry price yeah. <laughs> i know one of those what ifs. So last one, which is a fun question. So once again, from buddy Jeff, he was on fire last night. Uh, Reeves gets to beat the S out of either Thornton or Seabrook. Who'd you pick? Thornton. Oh, I don't know, man. Because I, I don't think... think Thornton's ever gotten his come up and it's from the Perron hit. Uh, Seabrook has gotten knocked by somebody I know really hard. Seabrook and got down. his re- repayment. Thornton is now got a couple beatdowns coming. Yeah. He does have a couple coming his way. That's for sure. Yeah, Thornton is going to get it one day. I'm going to change my vote. I'm going to Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're both correct on that. I think we'll do that. So let's uh, let's go and wrap things up here for the end yep. of the podcast. So if you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, uh, the Blues Hockey Podcast, on Twitter, at Blues Hockey NHL, via the emails is blueshockeypodcast at gmail.com, and on our website, all the information is there blueshockeypodcast.net and if you get a hold of Chris on Twitter it's at Hossapalooza and Ashley at Ashley Ryan but I'm going to be walking around throwing business cards at people so there you go they're so, kind yeah. of not going to be able to I get away from I've quite us. a bit at the Winter Classic yeah I, I did the uh, covert like put them drop, in bathrooms put them in bathrooms put them in where the ketchup and napkins are yeah, that's why I did them there and then I also actually when I bought some of the pro shop I actually seen them in front of two of the registers I put them so if you saw one there yeah, there you go yeah so we tried just to spread the word about, you know, and sure. see what happens. So that's all there. That's there. So we have next week our famous fun oh, segment. The Blues Hall of Shame. The Blues Hall of Shame is going to return next week <laughs> amid this uh, little roller coaster ride that we're riding right now. Have we ever inducted a current player? We've done it on a current player. So I'm, well, you said anybody. We've always said anybody. So you got nominations. Hit us up at any of our uh, Twitters that we just said. Uh, oh, email. I'll something about it later. We'll see. Yeah, so we're going to open it up. And uh, I think if we get some by midweek, um, I'll put a poll out there. And then yeah. maybe that will kind of help us decide. Usually just kinda, we all decide. And just... Let's see if we can find a forward defenseman goalie. That's usually my thing. I usually just try to get like, front office. Front office so, guy. Yeah. So I always try to get like four, three or four, like, and it's kind of varied, even even by era too, kind of like varied guys. So I try to do that. So we're gonna do that for next week for sure. Our usual game recaps and our usual witty banter. So that's I'm a about good fan it. Of the witty banter. Yeah. So blues, like I said, uh, some games coming up, but then it kind of slows down. They're gonna have their uh, All Star break really soon. How do they need it? So uh, the weekend of the twenty eighth, I believe that's it. So that Sunday is a full day for us. Yes, it is. All-Star Game and the Royal Rumble. Bring your dollar bills. Yeah, I know. Are you coming, Ashley? You didn't? Yeah. Are you coming? Yeah, R- RSVP, man. I don't, I don't know if you have access to singles or not, <laughs> um, but you should probably bring some. Uh, I'll try. I'll try oh, yeah, to I'll try. cash I'll try. in all my money. I do see my uh, my favorite like pay-per-view to watch. It's always that. So we'll go into take that. Take my change to Schnooks or something. Change Perfect. to Schnooks. <laughs> Hit up the coin star. All right. And we'll uh, catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.